You're listening to From the Pulpit by Sakhlain. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. Reading about what happened to Lady Fatima shows how big this event was. So why don't we see Amir al-Mu'mineen say much about it or seek revenge from her killers? So this question, I think it's kind of related to the previous one, but a little different because the previous question, if I understand it correctly, is trying to say, why didn't Amir al-Mu'mineen fight back at that moment? Whereas the second question is saying, what about the, the time when Amir al-Mu'mineen was a, perhaps a little bit more powerful, right? Later on, why couldn't the Imam later seek to avenge the death of his daughter, Fatima, uh, his wife Fatima al-Zahra alayhi salatu And the answer is pretty much the same, because think about this for a moment. The trajectory of history was so perverted and skewed in the wrong direction by those who gathered in the Saqifah. That by the time Amir al-Mu'mineen came to power, 25 years later, he couldn't even get them to stop performing an innovated prayer known as Salat al-Taraweeh. Amir al-Mu'mineen couldn't stop them from that. Why? Because when he came out and said, this is a bid'ah, this is an innovation, it's haram, كُلُّ بِدْعَةٍ فِي النَّارِ is a hadith that you narrate. They said, wa bid'ata wa sunnata umarah. But this is something that Umar introduced. And so we can't let go of this innovation because it reminds us of Umar. The Imam then let them be. Yes, they abandoned sunnata Rasulullah in favor of sunnat Umarah. But if the Imam... The Imam can't force force feed them the religion. He's not going to impose or coerce them into following God's religion. If you don't want to do the right thing, then there's really not much I can do for you. So if Amir al-Mu'mineen can't even fix that, could you imagine Amir al-Mu'mineen avenging the death of Fatima al-Zahra, the killing of his wife, going after her killers one after the other? As a matter of fact, we all narrate this point that when Amir al-Mu'mineen was about to part from this world, he left his final will and testament, his wasiyyah, to Imam al-Hasan and Hussein alayhim as-salam. One of the things that he said to them was, "La alfiyannakum." I don't want to see you after my death going after my killers. Taqulun qutila Amir al-Mu'mineen, avenging the killing of Amir al-Mu'mineen. I, don't, I want this vicious cycle to stop. I want the blood trail to come to an end. Right? Ultimately, Amir al-Mu'mineen even says when it comes to Fadak and taking Fadak back, he says, وَكَانَتْ فَدَكٌ فِي Yes, we had a land called Fadak. Rasulullah gave it to us. But what's the point? What's the point? Ultimately, the one who possessed Fadak, meaning Fatima, and the one who confiscated Fadak, meaning her enemies, will face God one day. They will face God.
So going after the killers after the fact, how is that going to bring back Fatima to Zahra? How is that going to restore justice? There will be someone who will restore justice. It's Friday afternoon. It's the time we anticipate the return of our Imam, our Master. Al-Hujjat ibn al-Hasan al-Askari. Fidahu arwahu al-Alameen. One day, a son of Fatima al-Zahra will return. Ayna mu'izzu al-awliya wa mudhillu al-a'da. Ayna jami'u al-kalimati ala al-taqwa. Ya Hujjat ibn al-Hasan. One day he will return. And he will serve justice. And he will force the killers of Fatima to reckon with their acts. Thank you.